Welcome to the show. <laughs> this guy got a mistletoe belt on. Gosh, that is bad. The whole plane smells like weed. Those were the days. It's a joke, you idiot. Looked in the mirror, I'm like, <laughs> Good old innocent fun. Welcome back, everybody, to Troublemakers, the podcast where each week we bring on a guest and they tell crazy stories about their lives. I'm your host, Dylan Krasinski, coming to you from a, a post-blizzard day in Brooklyn. Ugh. It's gross out there, huh? All right. Well, the candles are not lit today, but we're still ready to have a great time. With me, as always, is my number two, the man with the plan, the big dog, Razor Wadney, everybody. Yeah, what's up, Dylan? I, I, that pause there, I, I didn't save you. I, th- I thought you were asking me to do a weather report or no, something I, like that. No, you know what? I will not do. I, I don't have a background in meteorology. That's um, what I went to college for. Is it really? No, it's not. No. Okay. Well, we're, we're lying to me right, right, right up top. That's perfect. But hey, Troublemakers, we're here every single Wednesday for you, and you can catch us really wherever you stream podcasts, but you can catch the full video right here on YouTube if you're watching. Spotify, if you go, if you, if you use Spotify, you're listening, driving, or while you're walking to work, while you're on the train, you know what you can do while you're listening to the episode? Tell them what they could do, right? You give us a five-star review. Five stars. Five-star rating. Uh, can you give a review on Spotify? Nah, I don't think so. I never know. Hey, if you're listening on Apple Pods, though, give us a goddamn review. Just write something nice, okay? Do we, do we need reviews? Eh, we need a couple. Give us some <laughs> fucking reviews, please, for the love but of also, God. But also, who the fuck listens on Apple Podcasts anymore? I don't think anybody does. I do. Okay. Well, you know, if you're like Ray. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening to us. We have a very special guest. Uh, Hot one. The guest that we have today is a man that I have shared an apartment with and shared a life with and have lived with longer than I've lived with anybody that wasn't part of my own flesh and blood. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's the truth. It is true. Brandon Trusso, everybody. True. Welcome to Hi. the pod, baby. This is exciting, bro. I have not seen you in two days. We had a two uh, days, <laughs> and I saw him this morning. It's you know you saw him last night and this morning. And well, no, last when night you woke I didn't up. see him. I didn't see him last night. I saw him this morning when I uh, when we were coming here. When you woke up, so, but he's right. I mean, it's been it's it's the longest relationship I've ever had. God damn! <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> Even like with you've never been with a woman longer than three and a half years. You're, we're really getting close. Okay. Three and a half. Okay. To be fair, close. to be fair, three and a half years is a long time. I, I That's agree. a long yeah. time to be with Thank one you, person. Dylan. You're welcome. Right. And stop acting like your previous one was fucking uh, fruitful of seven. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually, in, in thinking about it, like straight through relationship, I've never had anything three and a half years. I know. Ugh. I've had three and a half year relationships that were just the rockiest, toxic, up and down carnival cruise you know but three and a half years of just like hey yeah we're, we're pretty cool <laughs> no <laughs> yes not at all that's yeah, not that's, at all hey, listen. You, you know you know why our relationship has worked so well dahlia well no we haven't brought sex into it that's true he's spot on dude lord knows he's tried we've brought sex around it uh, yeah that's for sure we've done that we, we mm. <laughs> for two men our age the thinness of the wall between us just too thin. It's too, too thin. thin. Yeah, That's and true. there's not. I've reached a point where it's like, you know what? This just is what is it? What it is? You know? Yeah. I'm not gonna call the landlord and ask for any extra drywall to be put up. <laughs> I think it's. Just, are you guys gonna live together gonna next year? Why? Why? What's going on next together? year? I don't know. I'm just. Are you renewing the lease? I don't want to put you on the spot on the podcast. We but... just renewed it. Oh, yeah. We yeah. Just renewed it in January. Yeah. Wow. We're how probably do you, gonna how do you like live together for the rest of our lives. 
both your girls are going to move in, all four of you in that little, yeah. little half, almost the studio, basically. For it's the not. purposes of oh, it's it's it, it's almost this size. Okay, well, there's just yeah, a couple walls in the way. Yeah, yeah, we have it a is, lot of walls in our nice. apartment. Yeah, we do. We got a big kitchen, dude. Yeah, some would say the uh, least important room to have large in a in an apartment. I agree. No, we used to we used to exercise in that room. We did. Yeah, uh, exactly. The the least important. Make the living room big so you can exercise in there. And now you guys are he's cooking eggs. You're doing squats. I, squats. That was a long time ago, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing light sit up. <laughs> to be to be fair, Ray's cooking eggs. Brandon's doing squats. Lot, yeah. No, I, his, his back's been fucked up, so he's yeah, not doing ba- squats. I got a bad back. What happened to your back? Oh, it, dude, actually, what hasn't happened? In, to my back? Well, well, tell him what happened in the Uber. Oh yeah, I got an I got an accident in an Uber. Really? Yeah. Last year, January fifth, two thousand twenty-two, leaving the gym. Ironically, nice. Plug. And I'm like, it's pouring rain, pouring rain. I'm like, I gotta get. I had to get to work, so I was like, I gotta take an Uber home, right? Take an Uber home. I'm in the back seat of the car, just texting back and forth with someone. Mm-hmm. Don't even see it coming, right? Look up last second, boom, T-bone from the side on the driver's side door. I'm in the pass. I'm in the uh, or the passenger side door front. I'm in the rear, obviously. Wow. Look up like last second, see the head like headlights and the license plate. That's the last thing I kind of remember. I remember talking to the cop when they showed up and being like, "Hey, can I go? I'm not hurt." And then I don't really like remember like walking home or anything. I went down to the club, I guess, and they were like, "Yo, you should you should go" because I had because I was running the 8 p.m. show down yeah, there, yeah, yeah. And I was like, they're like, "You should go. You look fucked up." And like my one friend was trying to convince me to go to the hospital. I was like, I don't need to go to the hospital. I come home, raised there, right? I, I tell him, I said, uh, I can't fall asleep because I definitely have a concussion. And he like came and like checked on me like every three hours to make sure I was still awake. Isn't that not true love right there? Which God we later damn. find out the sleeping with a concussion thing, kind of a myth. Kind of a myth. I Googled really? it. Yeah. 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 Really? Because yeah. I slept and I Googled it the next day. I was like, could I have died? But that's the thing. I don't understand how you're supposed to keep someone awake. When they have a concussion too. But I'm such a worrisome person that I think worst case scenario where like I was sitting there laying in bed and I started dozing off and I was like, nah, I gotta go check on him one more time because I don't want to wake up and and be dead. Yeah, that would be a, I've thought about a lot about that. One of my big fears, this is a weird fear, but I, have you ever had this thought where you're on a date with someone and they just like die on the date? Never thought that. Oh my God, it's a fear. That is insanity. Can you imagine if you're just like at a first date and they just like choke or have a heart attack and like it's just this whole you know what it is it's based in my anxiety of like not wanting to get in the way where like never thought of that but if that happened it would definitely be the last date (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't get over that I would be like yeah like well hey I'm definitely fucking on the first date jeez (laughs) oh my god dude hey there's a big market for that huh. Can you imagine though, market for next the fucking building. ambulance, the, the paramedics come and they're like asking you questions and you're like, they're like, well, what's her name? And you're like, hi, let me open hinge. I don't remember. Yeah. And it's Could not- you imagine swiping through Tinder as you're talking to the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Her, I don't even know her name. Let me look it up. It's uh, in my profile. And you're not totally going to be sad. Yeah. You, like, cause you don't really know. I them. mean, you'd be, maybe oh no, you don't know them. 
it would just you would be I would be scared that they would be like, what did you do to Dylan, make this happen? Dylan. Yes. You'd be pissed that you didn't have someone to split the check with you. <laughs> uh, also, also I, if we hadn't eaten yet, I'd be like, dude, I've been fucking, I haven't eaten. Yeah, could you lunch, imagine dude. Dylan being like, can you just go in her wallet right there and grab her debit card? <laughs> she did say we were going to go splitsies. This is the first date. I barely know this, bro. Uh, yeah. They're like, do you want to ride in the ambulance? And I'm like, well, the, the yeah. entree's just arrived. Yeah, she starving. ordered from the featured cocktail man. You know that's always more expensive than just getting a regular beer or seltzer. Uh, Do you know how hard it was to get a reservation at this place? Oh yeah. my god! I'm oh not leaving. God, yeah. You go to the funeral? Definitely not. No. That, no, but that's weird. That's weird. I don't know what I would do. Maybe I would send one last hinge message yeah. to be like, "It was nice meeting you." Oh my <laughs> pleasure, God. <laughs> uh, I used to. I used to. I was seeing this girl a few years ago, and uh, she was kid. a very thanks, dude. I'm not gonna. She was a you. very uh, like like sound sleeper and i remember like three times i slept over her apartment and every time i would wake up and i was like is she breathing it was a horrible oh, fear dude. woke up hungover and she was just like such a like a sound sleeper that like she didn't make any noise and it was just like silence and then i would like i would like fucking like nudge her and oh. then she'd be like ah and I'll be like, oh, thank God. <laughs> dude, sleeping next to somebody is huge, Because I had a fear. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, did you ever see that TikTok of that woman who talks in her sleep? The husband started filming her, and she would be, like, spitting out, like, fucking demon That's lyrics. That's scary as hell, dude. Would, I'd be filing for divorce immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I mean, all the fair. things that can go wrong. Someone that snores, someone that talks in their sleep, someone that farts in their sleep. I couldn't deal with that. It's love. I mean, I was going to say, to be fair, there I, I don't think there are many things that Brandon wouldn't file for divorce on. That's um, true. That's, I know. I, I'm a picky motherfucker when it comes to that shit. He really is. I don't know, man. I like my peace. I like my peace. And when it's disturbed an iota, I'm a little upset. Yeah. You're not a... Are you a deep sleeper? No. I figured. You, no. I, I, I can sleep through fucking anything i'm also a peaceful sleeper and i once had a girl tell me that i didn't snore in the meanest way possible what did she say she was just kind of like huh oh, you didn't snore last night oh just last night you know what i, I like, thought you meant in general no no i never snore but she was like you didn't snore last night and i was like yeah i don't i don't think i really snore she's like huh oh, i thought you did <laughs> Why, bitch? Just looking at you and your, you know, general demeanor, I peg you for a snore. I I agree with her. I that's agree a, too. That's a that's a. I, I know shocking, I have a big lumbering bear body that yeah, would dude. be like snoozing on a tree and like. But I don't. I, I'm peaceful. I'm fucking. I'm like a Prius when I sleep, dude. I would. I would honestly. I would think sleep apnea was more top on the list. Would be you'd Not be closer all, to sleep apnea than yeah. quiet sleep. Dude, I, I, my I, dad I, snored when when we were younger, and we would go on like family vacations, and I remember my mom would be sleeping in the fucking bathtub in the hotel room. You know, we'd all be kicking. <laughs> we'd get up and like me and my sister would take turns like kicking them in the chest. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, it was horrible. It's the worst. How could you live with that? That's tough. The only time I, I couldn't I, do it. The only time I snore is when I'm drunk. I'll snore when I'm drunk. Yeah. So I, every night. I mean, um, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Off. I don't. I've I don't know. Good lately. I mean, I maybe like every one little once in a while. Like, you ever wake yourself up from a little snore? Oh yeah, that's the you worst. know what I mean. I like just that. like, like what the fuck was that? And you're like, nah, I don't do that. 
Hmm. On planes, that's for me. Well, I fall asleep on a plane. I can't sleep on I a plane. I get nervous that I'm going to wake people up with my snoring. So, like, every time I just, like, <gasps> I can't sleep on a plane. Like, do that shit. It's terrible. I, I can't do sleep. it. It's I too sleep loud. Plane. Too loud. Too scared that we're going to fucking crash. I can't even sleep. Do you have a fear? Yeah. Do you have a fear of flying? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Not a fear to where, like, I'm not getting on the plane. Mm. I'm very, I, I, I push those down. Yeah. Right, I'm the calmest, coolest, collect, most collected person, and then I sit down, and then we're taken off, and I look to the person next to me, and I'm like, "I hope this person's like cool to go down with." <laughs> do you know what my fear is? I don't get scared that I do get a little nervous on planes, not really, but I'll give you a fear that you'll think about next time you're flying. Oh, no. um, nice! I gotta cool. fly on Saturday, dude. Well, you're not flying to London, are you? No, I'm flying to Chicago. Okay, that's fine. So I have this. Also, I rationalize it. Don't tell me if it's not true because, like, when we're above land. I'm like, oh, we can always coast down very, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, Captain Sully style and land in a field somewhere. We'll yeah. be good. Well, Captain Sully landed on the fucking uh, Hudson, Hudson, but God go bless ahead. Sully. So then I remember when I flew to Europe for the first time, flew to London. We're like halfway into the flight and I look at the tracker like an idiot and I see we're just directly over just the middle of the Atlantic. And I started having a panic attack because I was like, oh, there's nothing around for hours on a plane by boat days. Yeah. days we're just going down dude i get that I, I understand that fear because i have that same fear and it's completely irrational and doesn't have any logic to it whatsoever i have that same feeling on bridges jesus christ he hey. just said this you do too day. i I'm i don't know what it bridges, is dude i can't walk over you know what it is i can't walk over a bridge either you Your know what pussies? it is someone told me someone told me once when you stand on the edge of a building people who are afraid of heights they're not afraid of the heights they're afraid that they're going to jump yeah. Like it's this, it's this weird, it's, uh, it's I saw this thing I know and it put about. it in my head where it's like, you have no desire to, but it's this weird like thing in like you where you're close to the edge and you're like in your mind, you just that, think, like, what if I fell? You're like, what if I just jumped over the edge right now? Oh, you would die. That's the answer. And Dude. then that fucking terrifies you. I think that's why the, I don't like heights. Yeah, or just, I mean, not jumping, but the idea of like the bridge collapsing or someone pushing you off. Well, see, the thing is, those are unrealistic. You jumping is a very realistic thing because people do it. No I'm not going to do it. I mean, people push you off, like, push you into the fucking subway. That's true. That's another thing. That's that, kind of a fear. That's of mine. that's that's like a legit like thing that could happen. That happens like weekly. I feel people getting pushed into the subway. Have you had you're you're around? You take the subway late at night quite mm-hmm. often, yeah. as we do. Have you had any uh, since moving to New York? Also, uh, let's. How long have you been in New York for? Almost four years. Four years. That's a long time. Have you had uh, any good uh, or bad meaning good uh, subway interactions with the crazies down there? Yeah, dude. Which one do you want to hear? Oh, dude. I mean, dude, the, I think the, the hot most, ones, baby. The most disgusting one. Yeah, tell me. The mo- Okay, we all have the experience of like coming onto the subway, walking onto a subway car and being like, oh, this stinks in here because it's like a hot summer month, right? And there's like a disgusting smell because all the... Homeless people have been sweating. Like, we know why, right? Yeah. One time, I walked onto the subway, and everybody knows the idea about the last seat on the subway. You don't sit there. Do you guys ever hear that? Mm-mm. The last seat on the subway closest to the subway door, never sit there. Why? It's a New York thing. If you're from New York, you know that you don't sit there. You'll stand the whole way if that's the only seat open. Fuck, I always sit there. So <laughs> I, never, always open. I never thought about that until I saw this. I walk in, it stinks, dude. It's like 95 degrees outside. I'm like, oh, and not like a, I've been sweating in the sun all day stink. Yeah. Uh, like what fucking died in here? Stink. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I sit down and I and I got my t-shirt over my nose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no and like some people do and some people are just like in their phones with their headphones and I'm like, how is nobody reacting to this? And I'm talking this is all going through my mind within like 3 to 4 seconds before I find out what the fuck is going on. <sighs> sit down in the middle, look over in the corner in that seat is this fat homeless lady just fingering herself. No. Oh, no. Just going dude. at it, dude. Oh, and I am like, God damn it. It's the first and only time oh. when the subway stopped, I got off. Oh, no. Went to walk to another subway door on the same train. Missed the door closing and waited 20 minutes for the next train. I was completely fine with it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was the time when I walked off the train, booked a flight, and moved back to Buffalo, <laughs> New York. Dude. dude that's was, horrific. Dude. That was last year. Oh, my God. Well, things got crazy at the end of COVID. Yeah, that was last year, dude. Things got wild. Was, I she, mean, was she hot at all? No. Not a redeeming quality. How much money? Dude, I don't know. How much money did that sit on the train to get for that for the trip? That smell right there, dude. That 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 whole that whole <gasps> incident that whole incident had me wanting to call MTA and be like, I want my fucking two seventy five back, dude. Like that's, that's, that's how fucking pissed I was. Hey, can I get a refund, yeah. please? That was horrific. Well, well, you know what's crazy is everybody says in New York City that hack line, like, oh, there's just homeless people masturbating all over the place. And I remember hearing that, and I was like, oh, it is hack, like three weeks into living here. Like, that's not something that actually happens. I get off the bus one day in Harlem. I'm going to my cousin's house right when I step off. Just a dude laying on the fucking sidewalk in the summer, yanking his yeah, cock. Dude. And I'm like, just, all right, yeah. welcome to the Welcome to Apple. New York, dude. And I've seen that. I've seen guys just, I've seen homeless people just walk on the subway with their pants around their ankles. And like everyone on the train, just not even acknowledging it. It's crazy what new. It, it is that like uh, uh, we just get into our what is that? Uh, you just get into your own zone yeah. and you don't pay attention. It to causes anything else. more problems to say something. Oh yeah, see something. If you see something, say something. Is the no one fucking does it, <laughs> dude? I saw just like two weeks ago. I I real I remembered it because of how crazy it was. Not because of what he was doing was crazy, but how no one was reacting to it Nobody. was even crazier. Not a, that's it I was agree right with you. right at like 14th and 3rd, right at that stop there. And uh there's a, we get off and I'm walking up the sidewalk and there's a guy laying on the sidewalk against a building and he's laying there and he's got all those like little little small chip bags. He's got like 15 20 of them just scattered around him like he clearly Blew a paycheck at a bodega. <laughs> 100%. Obviously. And uh, he's laying there. And it's, dude, it's like 28 days later style. He's like zombie, like trying to grab, reach at people. He's like hissing and growling. Love it. I'm approaching like 20 feet away. And I watched nobody even look at him. No. Yeah. And I go, this is why no. the cities in a zombie apocalypse would go first. <laughs> because nobody no, cares. All, yeah. Every man for himself. That's yeah, the mentality. You could get bit and be like, ugh. It's now crazy. I got to go to work with a bite? Fuck. Yeah. Well, it used to be like haunted house rules with the homeless people where they could yell at you, they could scream at you, they could scare you, but they can't touch you. Nah, yeah. But they yeah. have started to touch a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They've <laughs> crossed like, the they're line. They're getting touchy-feely, and I don't love it. Yo, when Joe was here, my buddy Joe was visiting from, from uh, Buffalo the other day, uh, last week, two weeks ago, and he literally the first day he's there, I'm like, let's go grab some food. So we live in Astoria. Like it's not, 
gorgeous. Yeah, it's not a bad It's the place to live, people. If yeah. you don't live in New York, stay away from Astoria because the rents are already going up and I got to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're walking to the N train, which is not that far. It's literally like a six-minute walk and you cut through like a playground where it gets like an easy way and we're walking. Ray's not allowed to cut through nah, that yeah, playground. Yeah, we have to always go around for because him. Because I slipped and fell in it really bad. <laughs> I remember that story. <laughs> I walked. So we're walking through, we're walking through the playground the and reason. there's just this like drunk guy that like comes out of the shadows. I'm like my buddy's like, you know, he's like race size. He's a big, he's a big dude, you know? And like he gets startled and I just like, I realized it's like, I just keep walking. Right. And like he, cause the guy's like, he's like fucking like babbling at a tree. He's like, and my buddy's like, what the fuck? I'm like, just keep going, dude. He's not going to do anything. Like you have that thing in yeah, your head. Yeah, like, yeah. They can't touch yeah. you, dude. They're you know not I mean? allowed. They'll so, fire him. Yeah. He's just an actor. Then we get on the train, right? We're going, we're like, I think we get to like 59th and Lexington, right? And some guy comes on the train. He's got his mask on because you still get the guy. And like, you're not, he looks like an older, like normal dude that just got out of work. Maybe like going from like Lexington to Midtown to like check out another place, you know, mm -hmm. gets up. Like he's kind of stumbling a little bit. I don't think anything of it, but I could tell my buddy Joe is like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Right. He's like looking at him, like watching. I'm still in the midst of a story with him, like in my head being like, Joe, don't fucking worry about that guy. There's a lot worse people that you're going to see than this guy. <laughs> and the guy sits down. Right. So we go back to talking two stops later, this guy gets up. And he just falls on the ground. And my buddy Joe goes to get up to help oh. him. And I'm like, uh-uh, uh -uh. don't touch him. He'll ask you for money. <laughs> and he's like, that's how it works here. I go, yeah, everything's a fucking scam. Even if that guy dies, you let it happen. Dude, like that's how it's got to be. I didn't really, I got scammed right in front of the pair. True. I got scammed right in front of the pair. And thank God I didn't pay. Oh, but no. I've listen. I've seen a lot of scams, and I thought I was privy to most of them. Was it the guy that you dropped his food? Yeah, I knew it, and I didn't pay him. Thank God. I one knew of those. It. Hey, one of those very friendly drug dealers who hangs out across the street. Yeah, walks right by me, and he goes, "Don't pay him. It's a scam." Yep. And Wait, I what go, happened, my man? You don't know this scam, dude. Wait, I, I think I think I think. T tell me what happens. You, the guy walks by you. He's got a plate of Chinese food, like a tray. He's a homeless guy, and you like. You kind of like nudge him or he walks close to you. So you nudge he him and he, you. and he yeah. bumps you and he drops the food. And then he starts crying. He's like, that was my last meal of the night. That was my last meal. And he's like all disappointed. And you're like, oh, sir, I'm so sorry. And he's like, oh, it cost my last $10 to use that. And people are just like forking yep. over money. Yeah. And then what ha I've seen it happen multiple times. He walks away. If he doesn't even get money, he walks away. Five minutes later, he comes back and scrapes it all back into his yeah. bowl and starts walking away with it again. That's yeah. good, though. I, I honestly, it's good because it's it's good it's good acting. Yeah, I almost want to give him money just because he's putting in the extra effort. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got. I don't even oh, think God. that's a scam. I think that's. I think that's more of a hustle than a scam. It was no. It's. I mean, either way, someone from the pair came out and gave him a plastic bag. I'm like, he doesn't need that. <laughs> You're fucking him up right now. Yeah. Like, he doesn't need the plastic bag. Yeah, no, he, that would actually do worse for him. <laughs> yeah. He's going, what? Oh, it's in a plastic bag now. I can't drop it. Yeah. yeah, I was so, I was so like, I was horrified. I was with um that lady from yeah. Astoria. This oh, if you're like on a date, that'll months, ruin your date. And he too. bumped into her. And I was like, did you just bump that guy? Yeah. And he drops it. And, and I was like, did he bump you? And she's like, I, I, I don't know, I guess. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, man, uh, I was literally going to be a dick and be like, sorry, dude. That's exactly how York, I would have been. That date would have never come to anything. <laughs> yeah. If I would have bumped into I would have like, it's a fucking scam. Let's go. Come on. She would be like, you're a piece of shit. I'd be like, you know what? Stand around. Give him money. See Thank what the fuck God, happens. man. Someone came by and goes, do not pay him. It's a scam. Yep. And I go. My man. And yeah. he was like, fuck you. And he like, <laughs> not even to us, to the guy. He was yeah. like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And he went away. Yeah. Dude. Well, this is, out there. You know, this is a dangerous city. I, 
how much more dangerous do you think it would be for you if you were still on the sauce, <laughs> still partying? Bro, I'd be dead. Are you are you eight years off of it? Almost July twelfth will be eight years. Eight years sober. Yeah. What was the uh, what was the the last uh, one? The you last have a one? one where you were like, "Fuck, I got to I mean, I've had multiple rock bottoms. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think I mean you kind of go until you're like you know I mean being arrested was 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 one of them. You oh know? yeah, let's get into that. Oh, <laughs> getting arrested. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which time? I arrested multiple like four times. times? Yeah. Four times. Yeah. What were you arrested for? Uh, first time I was arrested for uh, grand larceny. Oh, shit. Yeah, at because uh, I worked at a, a clothing store in the mall, and I was just <laughs> hauling fucking leather jackets nice. and, and watches out the back door for my friends. You were such an Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, People would come in and be like, it. oh, I like that watch. I'd be like, yo, give me two minutes. And I would just fucking unlock the thing and be like, here you go. You know? And like, that's it. I mean, because it was just, you know, and then they would pay me on the side. They would give me what the cost of the discount or what I would get it for would be. Oh my and the God. way I got caught for that, the way I got caught for that is I ended up buying because if you get, say you came into the store and you're like, yo, I like this stuff, I'd be like, give me the money and I'll buy it at my store discount yeah. and I get 60% off. So I went and I bought it for this kid and he goes and returns it at another store. What an idiot. Yeah, if this was the mob, that kid would have been dead immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes and returns it at another store and they're like, this doesn't add up. Like, which store do you work at? They asked him. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't work at this store. I'm like, well, this is under an employee number. And then they called my store and so on and so on. And then they did this investigation over like a certain amount of time. And they pulled me in the back office and they were like, you know, this is what we have on you. And I was like, I quit. And that was it. I walked out. And then three days later, I got a call from the uh, police, Chicktawaga Police Department. And they're like, we need you to come in and talk to us. And I was like, no. I was like, no. I had to call a lawyer. And like the lawyer went for me. But they charged me with grand larceny. And uh, it got, obviously got down reduced. But I had to pay like restitution and shit oh, like that. How much? It was like five grand. That's a God good damn. amount of money, dude. I got away with a lot more than that, though. Yeah, Oof. yeah. <laughs> you think Buddy. so? Oh my God, yeah, totally. I mean, this was going on for years. He was he was making like a hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, dude, I was making it. I was killing it. Well, oh my dude, store. think about it. This a leather jacket cost a hundred and twenty uh, at the time. Like cost like two hundred twenty five dollars, yeah. and I'm give I'm selling it for a hundred. Just fucking. Literally, boxes would come in. I can't believe we're talking about this. Boxes would come. I'm like giving away all my secrets hey. here. Nah, you've already. Just, yeah, hey, listen, you have already been prosecuted. Yeah, they time's already been done again. Double jeopardy. Dude. Boxes would just come in the back door. Like I would check in the inventory, and I would just like kick one of the boxes off on the side, and that was it. And there would be like leather jackets and you know whatever jeans, leather jackets, watches, you know, and I would just sell those. God damn! What what was the store? Can you say it? Do you want to say no. it? Okay. <laughs> say it after the five. It was Target. It. <laughs> it's also like, hey, fuck you, hey. big business. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Why yeah. not? It, listen, honestly, hey, listen, I was a prosecutor for a long time. I know we've probably talked about this. You probably know this. But, like, also, I got the mentality of, like, eh, you probably should be stealing from Amazon yeah, and, and I was Target 20, and I was 22 and, years old at the time. And, like, it's funny. Like, we talk oh, about, wow. like, oh, like, mob stuff, blah, 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 blah. I mean, yeah. you're influenced very heavily by, like, kids you hung out with when you're older a lot of those kids and a lot of the kids that we hung out with in 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 the uh city were connected at that time but not that i not that we didn't know at the time this is in buffalo time this is in buffalo yeah okay what is the mob up in buffalo (laughs) i thought brandon was gonna be like you know i was watching a lot of sopranos at the time i really got into it yeah then you know wait have, have you've been cuffed though like oh my god you spent like days in jail i think the worst the worst arrest i had the worst arrest I had was in Daytona Beach, Florida on spring break. 
Uh, it was, it was, there was maybe like 12 of us went, there was like 12 of us went and we were staying at different hotels, right? Like, you know how it goes when you go to spring break. Yeah. And, uh, I remember like we were there for a couple days and, uh, my one buddy was like, ah, you know, let's go out tonight. We're going to go to this one bar and we're all under the age of 21. I think at this time I was like 19. So I was like, all right, yeah, we all had fake IDs. We went to Toronto to get them made. You know, we had like mine was from like uh, Dearborn, Michigan. My buddy had one from like Ohio. And we had all these fake IDs, right? So like we're down in Daytona, Florida. We're going to all these bars during the day. And then it comes nighttime. My buddy's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to get, I want to get some X. Ecstasy was real big at the time. And I was like, you know, you're asking around, you're meeting people at bars. You're like, you know, what can we get? My buddy was like, yo, I know I could get this. I know this one guy that's here that's got a, He's got a good amount of it. You know, what? Why, when you, why don't you meet? And at that point, we were kind of like, well, why don't you come hang with us and then we'll go with you? You know what I mean? Because I'm not, it, you had to have some sort of safety precaution. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You had to have some sort of valve. And I remember uh, he came and hung with us and then me, this kid, Steve, uh, and I think someone else came. We like three of us went with him and we went there and we walked in and like it was a it was a hotel room. And I remember the guy was like sitting at the sitting at the table and he just like flicks a pill over on over the table. and He's like, take that. And I was like, OK, I was like, I, I want I need six. And he's like, yeah, but you take that now. He's like, how do I know you're not a cop? And I'm like looking in the mirror and I'm like, I'm 19. I look like I have AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> I have frosted tips. Yeah. I have a fucking, uh, yeah. And a shell necklace on. I would be the best undercover cop in the yeah. fucking world. Right I'm wearing flip flops, dude. If you run for it, I can't catch yeah. you. So I'm like, okay, like no problem. Like, is it the one that you're, this is what you're selling us, right? And like, so I take it and like they take it and like whatever. And then he like counts out, like he takes out a big bag and like looking back, this guy was the biggest piece of shit in the world, yeah, right? Yeah. He takes out the bag, like gives it to us. Like whatever. So then, like, God, yeah. If I'm doing ecstasy, yeah, yeah, you bro. know who I don't want to do it with? You guys, yeah, in a right, hotel room. right, yeah. <laughs> he was the biggest piece of shit. Oh, the drug dealer in yeah. Daytona Beach, Florida. <laughs> hey, like, but I was a drug dealer for a while, and I was a great guy. You know what I mean? So I don't want to hear that. I don't uh, like that logic. We got to get back to that, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so like, we I take it, like whatever. Then we're hanging out for a little bit, drinking, and then like the three guys that I'm with, like, yo, let's go to the bar. So I'm like, that all happened probably, I mean, it was a long time ago, probably within like a half hour situation. Like I may be starting to feel the effects of what I took a little bit, you know? So we get to the bar and there's this long line spring break. Remember, like there's cops all over the street. Like it's right on the beach. I'm in line flying at the time, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm so fucked up and I get up to the front and like the guy's asking for IDs and I give the guy my ID and he's like, buddy. And I was like, and he's like, come on. He's like, get out of here. And I was like, no. And he's, and then the cop steps in, right? And he comes in and he goes, I'm going to give you one chance no. to let me know that this is fake. And I'm like, it's not fake. And he's <laughs> like, all right, pal, come on, let's go. Slaps the cuffs on, slaps the cuffs on me. And he's like, pulls me over to the side and he's talking to me and he's like, all right, but I got to search you right now. You're being detained for underage. And I'm sitting there and he's like, is there anything that you want to tell me? And I was like, no. And he's like searching me, He pulls out the six pills. And he's like, what's this? What do we got here? What do we got here? And I was like, I don't know. My buddy was wearing my pants earlier. You know what I mean? He's like, buddy, your eyes are as big as billboards. You're going to tell me what you're on right now? And I was like, I was swimming in the ocean, dude. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I had every excuse in the book. And then he's and then bad excuse. I was nineteen. The salt water, you know what? Yeah, I was like, dude, mermaids exist, man. Mermaids exist. So then I'm like talking to my friend, and he's like, he, I'm sitting there cuffed, and he's like off in the distance, right? And he's like, he, 
my buddy Steve's mom was a lawyer. Yeah. That I just knew that. And for some reason, when I'm looking at my buddy Steve, I just took off running. Oh. And they tackle me in like the middle of the street. And like, I'm talking like I had like a scrape mark from like here all the way down. Because you're like, cuffed behind cuffed, the back. Yeah. Like oh running with cuffs on. God, dude. Never a good idea. That should be an Olympic sport, by the way. Because if anybody can succeed in running with cuffs on, that would be fucking phenomenal. Well, that's the name of the episode, right? Running there. with cuffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. It was crazy because, like, I mean, think about it, too. Like, you're, you talked about having a panic attack before. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, flying yeah. on ecstasy. And then they take me over in the corner, and there's, like, four cops now. Ugh. And they're like, where did you get it from? And I was like, I didn't. I'm like, I don't know who I got it from. I'm like, I just bought it earlier. Like, whatever, some random guy. And they're like, well, you can help yourself out if you're telling me who's selling this stuff. And I was like, I don't know nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have no idea. Like, Dude, I, if I, even this. if I wanted to be a rat, I couldn't be a rat right now. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, so well, you follow the two rules that yeah, every man should. Like. Yeah, never. Yeah, never. So all think about this too. Oh, like all guy, my friends. You, you, a good thing you were loyal to this guy in a hotel room in Daytona Beach. I would have been like, yeah, this is his name. I remember <laughs> I went to this fucking hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Let's, and then they would put you in the cell hey, with you know that what, guy. Dylan? You keep your he, mouth shut, and never you never rat, rat on, your, on your, your friends. And you know what? He'll always remember that after he has his That's a true friend. So they take me, and they actually, like, they, like legitimately, like, every experience, like, you know, being arrested back in, in, in Buffalo compared to this was, like, night and day. Because, like, they had, like, a paddy wagon, right? Yeah. And I'm in a cell. And literally, this one kid that was in that paddy wagon with me i remember i was panicking and he's like hey man like did you take anything and i was like yeah i like took it. he's like just dude i'm gonna tell you how this is gonna go because i've gotten arrested before and he like walked me through what happens what and i was like guy. yeah what a good guy i wish i knew who he was but i don't know he's probably nice still there he's yeah. probably uh, he might be dead yeah so anyways i get to jail they book you in yeah. Right, they book you in the hole and they give you like your your orange jumpsuit this was in volusia county prison holy shit like yeah. you went to prison like yeah. jail jail yeah and this like, was on a this was on a friday so i had to a thursday because i had to be there friday saturday sunday right so i'm in there i had a cellmate everything right get in there Holy like we're, shit. yeah and my cellmate i always remember this guy he had fucking long hair looked like axel rose right a goatee a long goatee and we're talking about like is this your first time being arrested like whatever and we're talking he's like i've had some problems with the with the lady and blah, blah, blah this is why i'm back here whatever Again, of course got into it a little bit too much with her this time that's oh, i remember what he told me my god so i remember talking about like what am i gonna do like what are my options here because i didn't i didn't want to call my parents I was terrified to call my parents and how that worked there, how that worked was you would, you, you know, you, you're in like a, like a cell, like there's jail cells all along the top and then all along the bottom. And then there's like a middle common area where you like would eat your food. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, TVs and then there's a phone in there. Right. And you can't just go use the phone whenever you want. Yeah. They have to, they actually, if it, now that I remember, they don't let you use that phone. That's if somebody like an attorney or something is calling you, oh, right? Yeah. So if you have a call, you go get that. When you when you need to you know make a call, they take you all in a line, and this is what ended up happening. And you sit, and you can't see who's next to you. There's like you know like a big uh, you know divider. Yeah. And yeah. you're sitting there, and you can hear everything that's going on. And then they like then they pass the phone down to you in front of you, and then you can make your call. So I remember I'm sitting there, and it's like Saturday. God damn. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I got to call my parents. Like, what am I going to tell them? Like, and this guy next to me, I remember he was on the phone forever. 
right? And I was like getting pissed. And I'm like sitting there and he's like, oh, baby, I swear I'm going to be back this time. And I'm uh, going through all this shit. And I'm like, yo, how long do you? And he's like, what'd you say, bitch? And I was like, nothing. Take all the time that you need. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine, bro. You know what? I don't even need to make a phone. I'll wait till tomorrow. You can call her and talk to her as long as you want tomorrow. So finally, like it gets me. I called my parents. And I told them like, hey, how? they answer the phone. How's Florida? How's it going? I was like, ah, you're never going to believe this. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm in jail, you know? And he's like, what? And I remember my mom yelling in the background, fucking leave him in there. Right? <laughs> and of all lies that you're going to be told, I was like, she's yeah. not going to leave me in here you yeah, know? yeah so then i remember i go back to at th- i remember at that time before i knew we were going to make a call i had you because you can use the directory yeah. to like find out because i was going to call my friends but then the hotel that we were staying in wasn't listed because it was a new hotel so i would remember being like talking to my cellmate being like i don't know how i'm gonna get in touch with them it's a new hotel and he's like it might not be in the phone book because they just give you a phone book oh you know and it was like yeah i don't know how i'm gonna get in touch with them right and he's like you know i'm getting out tomorrow i just got posted bail i'll go talk to them for you where is it and i told him and i was like he's the guy's not gonna fucking go right so anyways i get bailed out finally i get the call on uh, monday morning i get bailed out the lawyer calls i have to go to the how much was the bail I don't remember. I think ten thousand. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. that's six Florida, pills dude. ecstasy, dude. Yeah, but still, dude, that's today. This is two thousand one. <laughs> yeah, today or like within the last few years, Boston, New York. That's like, that's hey, we'll book you. You got to be in court on Monday. Yeah, PR. Oh yeah, ROR. Of when, course, you probably yeah. barely hit, like had cell phones. No, yeah. didn't have a cell yeah, phone that's then. That's crazy. Yeah. So I get out of jail. I had to take a bus. It was literally like a half hour of Volusia County Prison. Pre-9-11. Like, it's, yeah, it's a half hour from, from Daytona Beach. Damn. Get on the bus, right? Take it all the way back to this lawyer's office. It's also, it's like 95 degrees Ugh. and humid, Ugh. right? Get. I had to go to this lawyer's office, check in with him, do the meeting with him or whatever, because he's, he's going to court for me when I'm back home, right? I was four days of my 10-day trip in jail. So then I get to, uh, I get, I come back to the hotel, right? Like I, I, that's the one thing I remember I couldn't, the cab driver had to like guess where the hotel was. And then things started to look familiar. And I was like, yes, that's it. That's it. Get to the hotel. My buddies are like, open the door. He's like, oh my God, dude. Holy shit. Like Steve had all my stuff that I gave him the night I got arrested. He's like, you know, here's all your stuff. He's like, some fucking dude came here and told us what happened to you. They told us. (laughs) I'm like, he came my cellmate came like oh my god this is fucking amazing dude i was like so i was like i felt that in my heart dude i felt like a real criminal what a good guy what a guy and then he said bye and told us he had to go settle a score with his wife yeah (laughs) he was like now i'll take all your shit that's crazy (laughs) and i and i that was tough to get off my record because that was uh you know i had two things on my record at that time and it so, was yeah. just that. I wasn't allowed in Canada for like 15 years. Oh, and right on the so, buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Right on the border there. Yeah, it was tough. wild. I don't think I don't think I'm still allowed in Canada. No. Technically, they're real weird about DUIs. Yeah, no. a little bit. Germany. Well, they still give me shit. Like I went over there for a baseball game last year. I had shows there once and they were giving me shit about it. I was like, that was like 17 years ago, dude. That's crazy. You know, and he's like, yeah, yeah it doesn't matter here. And I'm like, well, it kind of does because I looked it up. Like, you know, like you have to get an attorney. I, th- here's another funny story real quick. I haven't, my buddy's a lawyer. Yeah. Right. My buddy, t- my buddy, Tom. And he's like, I'll go with you to the board because I had shows in Toronto. He's like, I'll go with you and I'll talk to them about like, 
instead of going through the process of paying an attorney five thousand dollars, I'll just yeah. go see like how it is for you and like talk to you. So he's like, they make us wait for like an hour, right? Yeah. I said I got to come here next month. I'm just making sure I'm good when I come. I don't have an issue. And this is my attorney. He wants to, you know, see yeah. what I yeah. have, see if I have to do anything. So we're sitting there, whatever. And they call, they come out, and they're like, uh, "Can we see you, Tom?" And I'm like, "All right, cool." So I'm like waiting, and I'm like, "Oh, they're going to be talking about us." They're in there for like an hour and twenty minutes, right? I'm like looking at my watch. I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" Right? And I'm like, "God, man, this is fucking intense." Like this is like 17 years ago. Like all that stuff is expunged off my record. Like what's yeah. the problem, right? Tom comes walking out with this big smile on his face. I'm like, "Dude, you got me, bro." Right? He's like, "All right, we got to go." Technically, I'm not allowed. To. <laughs> I was like, this is hilarious. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, this is crazy. Don't, don't turn around. Don't yeah. look back. Don't look back. Go, go. What go. did he do? I was what did like, he what do you do? mean you're not allowed here? He's like, man, I got a little DWI back in the day. And he's like, I didn't think that it was going to, they were going to give me a problem just to come talk to about you, you know? <laughs> oh, I was like, fuck. Dude. Oh, that's so fucking yeah. funny. I'm like, who am I mixed up with? In Holy this fucking city? shit, man. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> oh God. So you had, so you had the grand larceny. That one was bad. Yeah. What were the other two? Drugs. Drugs. Yeah. I got into the oxys Shit. and the heroin and stuff like that. Damn. And then that's, yeah, that was, uh, God those damn. were, yeah. I mean, those are the things like, I think the last, the, well, the last arrest was the one that kind of put me on the path to like, yo, get your shit together. I was 33 years old, 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago. My age right now. Well, me technically too. 34. I just turned 34. Like, oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Three weeks ago. You were there. Yeah. So that's the one. I mean, and I had like so many, like, like you think about all the times back that like all the crazy fucking situations you got in yourself and you're like, should have died there. Should have been arrested there. Should have, you know what I'm saying? Like all these little things that would pop up God and you're like, damn. then the one arrest that's like this, like, I don't want to say innocent, but like the one thing that you're doing, that's like routine. You get fucking pinched on that. God damn. Are you allowed to tell the story of the DJ? The DJ. That had me dying. Oh. In the the last time we were on a road with trip. my friend Ron, are you allowed to tell this? Story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it would have been so disappointing if you said no. Yeah, I knew he probably wasn't going to say no, but this story made me. I don't like so telling. I don't like. It's not that I don't. Like, I don't like telling the story because it's like I feel like I'm bragging, but it's such <laughs> it's a. So it's so wild, and like it, the funny thing about it is that like other people collaborate this story that were there. Yeah, and they're like, that is the craziest fucking thing we've All ever right. heard. Well, well, and in fairness, I'll say that this is. I heard the story from his buddy. Yeah. So it's not yeah. from him making this up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Give so it to the, us. There, <laughs> there's this, D, I don't even want to say his name because he's a prominent say. DJ in Atlanta now. Okay. But uh, he, he used to live in the apartment building below me. Okay. Right. And uh, <clears throat> in my apartment building, it's like a row of apartments. It's it's irrelevant, but like it was very like is this above New below. York or? This is in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. Okay. Yeah. And Buffalo's a small city, so everybody kind of knows everybody. Yeah. So there was this one girl that I would always, you know, I knew of her. She would always be like throwing out the garbage and like whatever. And I'm like, did she just move in here? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think she just like, you know, moved in here or whatever. And it was her and I became like, you know, we would hook up all the time. And then it nice. dawned on me one time. I'm like, holy shit. That's the DJ's girlfriend. Oh my God. Yeah. And he, she lives right below me. I mean, she would just come upstairs, you know, get rocked out, go back home. Like <laughs> Jesus. that's it dude. Like it was very like, it was, a, you know, it was, it, you know, for a time I'm like, this is great. But then after a while I was like, you know, this kid's out and he's, he, this kid's out working on the radio and his girlfriend's getting pounded upstairs oh and he has no God. idea. You know what I mean? Like, and she, yo, she was like, into like getting choked and like one time i one time like during like the 
when I was choking her, she fucking passed out. Yeah. And I was like, you're talking about going on a date and having somebody oh, dead? Imagine having someone God, die dude. in your bed and you're like, oh my God, they're fucking <laughs> never going to believe me here. You know, you're thinking, Yo, you're thinking this up, is Trevor Bauer. Yeah, right. You're, you're thinking this is going to be a fucking Dateline episode in your fucking apartment one day. Like, you know, so anyways, it cut, that gets cut off after, not a circulation, the fucking relationship. Oh my God. <laughs> that ends up, you know, not, you know, happening anymore. And rumblings started to occur that he, he started, he knew about it. Yeah. And, you know, and to be honest with you, like, like, I'm not trying to sound like a dick. I didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like sure, I knew this yeah. kid. I I'm not saying I didn't like him, but I didn't really have two. Yeah, you're hooked fucks. up with the mob at this point. I mean, no, <laughs> I just didn't give it two fucks about the kid. You know what I mean? I, I just yeah. didn't care. And it's and I knew that he was doing his own thing on the side anyway, so it didn't really. It wasn't like I felt guilty, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyways, one night we're at having an after hours party at my apartment. It's like me, this one kid that also lives in the building, my buddy Ron. And uh, I think that's it, actually. My friend Ron and us three, we're, having, yeah. we're, we're, we're getting into the dust a little bit. You know, I shouldn't say a little bit. We were fucking ripping lines all <laughs> night, right? So my friend gets a text message and he's like, hey, do you mind if, uh, I won't say his last name, do you mind if the kid shows up? And I was like, maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, is it going to be a problem? And he's like, nah, he, 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 he's fine. He's fine with the situation. And in my head, I'm like, all right. This is, oh, this kid's going to get killed in my apartment. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's going to happen. Like, he's going to come up here. He's going to say something stupid. He invited himself up here. Like, this is my, this is the high ground. This is my place. Like, so that's what I'm preparing for. Yeah, right. Okay. So he comes up just, you know, I, we, we, we left the door unlocked, comes walking in, right. We're all standing in the kitchen and, uh, he comes walking in, slaps everybody up, just takes out his gram of coke and pours it out and he's like cuts up lines and he's like all right man everybody you know go ahead you know i just want to bring something to the party like whatever and he's like but yo like true so you go first and i was like all right so like in my head and he's like before in my head i'm like this is some bunk shit right like he's trying to like whatever and i was like no i was like you can go you can go first you know what i mean so he like does it stops slaps me up and he's like yo i just want to thank you for fucking my girl like i could never <laughs> and i'm sitting there like you're welcome <laughs> like i'm like okay like cool and like my boy ron is like yo did you did you just thank you for fucking his girl <laughs> like he couldn't like what the fuck is going on right now like, if my boy ron was here right now he would be like it's the craziest thing i've ever fucking heard <laughs> he, ron was telling me that story and he was just like it was bizarre and i was like then what happened the rest of the night he was like we just all got fucked yeah, up and, we had, fun. and then we were friends like i like we were friends after <laughs> oh that and my I, god almost to a point where i wanted to like call him and be like hey man like if if amy's not doing anything later <laughs> if, yeah, if you're out just send her up you know if she's if she's <laughs> oh if she's not feeling satisfied this week good lord dude. come to apartment 308 you know did you ever have sex with her after that i don't remember i don't know fucking did <laughs> maybe yo that's yeah. insane yeah so that's crazy funny, man yeah <laughs> dude i remember I, that you telling that uh daytona beach story made me think when we went to we went to um uh spring break in panama city beach my senior year in college mm -hmm. and but again like that we're gonna die we should have died there my buddy dude. my buddy justin i'll say it um, he's trying to buy weed. Like he's trying to buy weed in Florida. You know, Easy. not a not fine, not a big right. deal. It's not crazy. So he ends up asking around, and somehow, like, there's this car 
that drives around and they're like, oh yeah, just go talk to the guys in oh, that yeah. like black delivery service. Black bro. We had car. that. We had that in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, go talk to the guys in that black car. They'll sell it to you. You'll be good. He's like, okay, perfect. So he sees the car. He goes over and uh, he they leans in and it's just these like two huge black dudes in the front seats. And he's like, hey, what's up, man? And he's from like, he's from Albany. He's yeah. like mad. We like, you know, it's small town. It's small, like Albany, Saratoga. So he's like, hey, what's up, guys? And they're like, <laughs> hey, they're fellas. Hey, guys. And he's like, they're like, what, what do you want? And he's like, you know, some some weed. And they're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So they're like, all right, get in. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. goes, get in, get in the car. And he goes, the back door opens and another huge black man gets out and he goes, Fucking, I'm watching. He gets in the middle oh, back dude, seat. Sandwich. And it's just, he's in the middle back seat, and then just four huge black dudes. Dude, took him on like a 20 minute ride. Wow. And he was like, they just took him, All sold it to him. Yeah. Weed. Weed. We used to do that for Coke in Los Angeles. And then they just let him out, and he was like, dude. I thought that was it for me. Yeah, I thought we they do were that. We would do that for me. we would in in Los Angeles. The, we we all call the delivery service. You call the number yeah. and they'd ask you where you are and and you would tell them and they would show up and they would they would they would just text you the color of the car, not even what kind of car it is. Just boom, and like you never thought that you would know what car it was, but you always did. You know what I mean? You go out there and you're like red. That's the fucking car. And you would sit in the front seat and they would take the dash off. Literally, they had the dash oh. like on a hinge, and then everything was behind the dash. And like literally, like even if you're buying like you can never buy less than an eight ball, though. God damn, you can't buy a gram. You only we, buy an eight ball. I, I remember trying to get uh, drugs in Vegas. We we get there the first day, me and two of my buddies, and like everybody that like had the good shit that was like driving there from California, our friends, they were bringing all the stuff like two days later, and we were just sitting at the bar in Vegas. It's the Steelers are playing the Patriots, and we just are talking like, man, how are we? How are we gonna get some shit? You know, and then just like on cue. This dude like swivels his chair to us. It's this <laughs> real skinny little black dude. And he was like, y'all need some shit. And I was like, yeah. He was like, my name's Slim. So me and Slim go to the bathroom together. And we're in a bathroom stall at, at uh, Caesars. And we're sitting in there. And he's like, he's like you want to try it first? And I was like, yeah. So, so I, I fucking tr do a bump. And then I'm like so nervous though, because I'm I'm like I never I don't do shit like probably this. probably because it's anxiety from the coke. <laughs> and then you're like, why do I have to take a shit? Well, well, I said the dumbest thing to him. He was like, he was like, no, don't worry, man. I never got caught in here. And I was like, yeah. And if if somebody comes, I uh, just pretend like you're blowing me. <laughs> and he was like, he was so cool and like nice and funny to me until, until I that said time. that. And he was like, no, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we ain't doing it. I was just like, no, no, you know, like people get weird, still weird about gay shit, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's hilarious. That's wild. <laughs> that's that, so that, 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 uh, my first time doing cocaine is not the most, uh, like, original story. It's probably the craziest, like, the first time I ever did cocaine was we go to this bar, and I remember, like, knowing at that time, like, I want to try it. Yeah. Right. And we go to this bar and it was, it was, I want to say it was known for drugs, but it was known that that's where I knew people have gotten it in the past. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting there and, you know, we're, we're in the bar and I see this guy, we're like ordering a drink and I'm looking and like, I knew the guy that I was standing next to was the guy that sold it. Cause I've seen my friends get them from, get it from him before. And, uh, 
I'm watching him like order a drink and like whatever. And as I'm watching him order a drink, he like puts like a glass down and he like takes a baggie out of his pocket and he dumps the Coke into the water and just drinks it. And I'm looking at him like, like mesmerized. I'm like, it's a fucking Alka-Seltzer. And he looks at me and he goes, Coke water, bro. <laughs> and I was like, yo, can I get some of that? And he's like, meet me in the bathroom in five minutes. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So very similar to your story. I was like, everything happens in the bathroom. So I'm like standing there and I'm like, all right, so I'm telling my boys, I'm like, yo, we got to get, you know, the money together. It's 60 bucks a gram, like whatever. My buddy's like, all right, well, I want one. And I, you know, I'll split one with you. That's what he told yeah, me. So yeah, they yeah. gave me like $120. So I go meet this guy in the bathroom. Right. And we're sitting there and he's like giving me his stuff and I like take it like whatever. I come back out and I can't find them. Right. And I'm like, where the fuck do they go? So I like, I order a glass of water. No. Right. I go into the bathroom, go to dump a little bit in there. The whole fucking bag falls in. (laughs) And I'm like, Coke water, bro. You know, and I just fucking drink it. Right. So I come back in and then in my head, I'm like, fuck, like I was supposed to split this one with them and i'm like well i'll just like do a little from theirs and then like they can split that bag so i go back out and i like give them the bag and like the other guy's like well, where's the other one and i was like i drank it and he's like what <laughs> and i was like yeah dude like i drank it i'm like and i'm pissed because i don't feel anything like i thought like he told me that that, that i saw him do it like that was a way to do it because i was nervous the reason why i did that is i was like nervous to sniff anything at that point yeah sure you know what i mean so i was like oh i'll just drink a whole gram of cocaine Right? (laughs) So I'm sitting there and like they're doing stuff and I was like, well, let me try a little bit. So I go try a little bit of theirs, like, you know, the sniff way off of the key. And like, I felt it, right? Like, whatever. So then we go like somewhere else and like, I remember walking to this bar, it was like the middle of winter and talk about full blown panic attack. I was like, oh my God, like a wave of pins and needles just go through your body. I mean, you've taken edibles before with like weed and shit like that. This was like, multiply that times 10, like almost for a minute. I'm like, maybe I'm going to come myself right now. But then like, (laughs) whoa, dude, like holy shit. And then I was just like, I wasn't like nervous about like dying or anything like that. I was just like super like, like the whole night, like I can't believe they took me out in public looking like that. Wow. Like they're, like, you know, it was it was wild. I've never even heard of someone drinking coke. Don't ever do it. It sounds like a bad oh, idea. Don't ever do it. And the reason why I didn't die is because this guy's coke was shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that, dude. The first time you're like, well, I guess I'll just drink all yeah, gram. That's, <laughs> well, because in my head I was like, alternative method that I never knew of. I'm oh gonna like, my God. I'm gonna do what this guy did. He's doing his own. I might as well do some. You know, and that was the first time you ever did it. First time I ever did that it. That is, yeah. fucking terrible. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and you've done it, and you did it again after that, though. Dude, I've actually, so I've actually done that shit. To, I know we're probably up on time with this. Pod, no, 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 we're good. We, I got, we got there's like five minutes. Six one minutes. time I had uh, my buddy Steve. He was, uh, we used to live together and yeah. we used to have these like late night parties, bro. I always, I always had a gram on me, but this is at the time where I was starting to get into it. H. So I always had a gram of coke oh, and a gram shit. of heroin, right? And I would bu- I would bump one off the other. Like it would it was it was like it, I don't know, not candy flipping, but it made you like super like euphoric. You know what I mean? Like God that's, damn, that's how you die. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so like I remember a, it's like a deconstructed speedball. Yeah, and my isn't that how all the like fat famous celebrity comedians die? Yeah, that's how Farley it's, died. Yeah, that's it's how like Belushi, heroin, Belushi died. Yeah. yeah. And coke. So I remember we, you know, oh. come home from bartending. We're all zipped up on blow. Like I'm like, all right, I got to come down a little bit. So I would do to a little bit of H. You know what I mean? Like make sure that I'm like even keeled. And when you're not, you had 37 drinks, fucking gram and a half of blow, and you're 
bumping off with heroin just to kind of keep yourself going. Well, anyways, like we get back, we got these girls with us, right? And they really want to continue the party. And my buddy Steve wakes them right up as soon as he hears a fucking broad's voice, right? He's like, hey, what's up? He comes out of the bedroom, <laughs> ready to silk robe. Guys partying? That's what the first thing that comes out of his mouth, right? Guys partying? I was like, yeah, dude. He's like, I'm ready. I was like, here. And I give him the bag, like whatever. And like I go back in the bedroom and I'm like, you know, just like kind of, uh, you know, getting getting ready for the, you know, to yeah, party yeah, yeah. for the rest of the night. I come back out. He meets me halfway in the hallway and he's like, dude, what did you give me? And I was like, oh shit. I go, dude, don't panic. I gave you the bag of heroin. He's like, what? Oh no, no. I was like, oh yeah, dude. I was like, God. just relax. I was like, it's good. He's like, dude, I feel so fucking weird right now, bro. Like everything's going so slow. And I was like, yeah, dude, I had to fucking like, we had to send the girls home. I had to like nurse him to health oh the whole night. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. Wow, dude. Yeah. That's fucking Bro, you talk about all this shit. Like, I could have been in jail for, like, murder. Like, you know, manslaughter. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, dude. That's fucking Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction style. But but that's the shit that happens nowadays with, like, like drug overdoses is they go up the line. Yeah. And charge everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. Fucking crazy. That's real fucking scary. You would have been in trouble. Like, (laughs) big fucking trouble. You think? You think? wild, dude. (laughs) Oh, dude. Yeah, you fucking lucky, dude. God damn. Lucky's not the word. God damn, dude. Yeah, we got, like, uh, literally, like, three minutes. Um, You want one more? Four minutes. Yeah, give us us one more, dude. Um, This is a time where I should have been arrested. Oh yeah, these are the good ones. Should these have been arrested, ones, like dude. like multiple times. Anyways, we my uncle owned a restaurant back in Buffalo, and like you know, I was the bartender there, and me and the chef were you know we were close, and like we would bartender chef always close the restaurant down, and like our routine would be like let's go to this other bar that's like right down the street that my uncle was part owner of, and like everybody like met there, and then you would continue your night. It was a Saturday night, we were done by like eleven, and we would always like let's get party favors and then go out. That was like our routine. Yeah. So we would go to the place. It's not open anymore. It's called Cozumel. We would go to the place, grab whatever we wanted there, party there a little bit, whatever. So we're at the place. We got our bag. Literally like moments in hand when we get the bag, my uncle's calling me off the hook. The fucking alarm's going off in the restaurant. You forgot to close the back door. And I'm like, ah, fuck. Like, Mike, let's just go back. Let's do it, right? This is literally like... The second week I had my brand new car, I got a brand new Cadillac CTS. I was in love, in love with it, right? Black, black leather. It was amazing. So we're sitting in the front seat. Now, the ride from that place to the restaurant was maybe less than a mile, mm-hmm. right? And on side streets where it's 30 miles an hour. I hop in the car. As soon as I'm getting the car started, he's already got the CD case out, got the whole gram port on the fucking CD case, right? Tropping up lines. I'm literally flying out of the parking lot, making a left onto the street, going about 85 miles an hour. As soon as I make the turn to get on the street that the restaurant's on, lights go off. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. And I turned to him. I was like, dude, Mike, you got to fucking do all that right now. And he's like two steps ahead of me. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like, stop. I'm pulled over already. I'm stopped, right? And he's like, just fucking like doing it all, like the whole gram. And like, this wasn't like the Coke water guy's shit. This was like the shit. Yeah. Good. So like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I'm like going for my license. Like I roll and I roll down the window and I have my license. I don't even get like this with my license and the cop grabs it and throws it on the ground. He's got the flashlight on him. He's like, Trousseau, fuck you. 
And I'm like, what? And he's just going off. On, he's going off on me. He's like, if I didn't know your uncle, I would be fucking hauling your ass into fucking the station right now, 85 miles an hour on a fucking 30 mile an hour street. And I'm trying to interrupt him and be like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Slow it the fuck down with this car. I'm going to impound it. I know it's new. Like he's fucking yelling at me oh like this, right? Oh my God. So I'm like, okay, okay. And he like just walks away. So I open the door, like I like grab my license off the ground, like I like roll, I turn, I, like the first time I make eye contact with Mike, dude, he's got coke <laughs> all over his face, bro. <laughs> like it's not even like hidden; it's up here in his eyebrows, dude. I'm like, how did it get in your, how did it get in your eyebrows, right? Like he's like, and the first thing he says to me, he's like, he's like, dude, you gotta take me to the hospital. <laughs> like he's flying bro right and the only thing i think of like i'm such a dick bro i was like you owe me 60 bucks <laughs> like i was like fucking that's the first thing i thought of is i was pissed that i didn't have <laughs> you, we had to go get him xanax to calm him down oh my god dude yeah. holy shit yeah that's a fucking story dude, that bro. was wild bro that was crazy that, yeah that's good man dude yeah we're that was fucking right in an hour baby <laughs> yeah how the fuck does it get in your eyebrows <laughs> Dude, like in powder. Yeah, that uh, dude, that was great, man. Thank yeah, you for coming dude, on. That was so dude. fun. Next time, if you ever have a four and a half hour podcast, I'll come back on, tell the rest of the stories. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, we'll definitely, well, have, you definitely have you back. Uh, tell the people where they can find you, follow you, where you're going to be. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, follow me on Instagram. It's at Brandon Truso. Same Twitter handle, at Brandon Truso. Um, Facebook, Brandon Truso. It's probably keep it simple, you know? Awesome. Um, in Chicago this weekend, if anybody's there, I'll be at the Comedy uh, House and the Comedy in the Lincoln Lodge. Awesome. Yeah. Raymond? Yeah, I'm uh, at Ray B. Killing. I'm on all social media. You could catch me here every Wednesday on the Troublemakers podcast with my boy Dylan Krasinski, and you could find him. Follow me at Dylan Krasinski on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, tw uh, TikTok, and uh, at Troublemakers on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. We post clips all the time. Uh, episodes are out every Wednesday. Also, if you're in the city and you like live comedy, baby, Come check out 7th Street Comedy. New yeah. club just opened in the East Village. Shows every Friday and Saturday, 7.30 and 9 o'clock. The hottest show it in is, New York it City. It's really not even a joke. It is fantastic. It's a goddamn kill box. And yeah. uh, get your tickets as early as possible yeah. because that room is going to start Can't selling out Can't wait to check like it crazy. out. BYOB. So, you know, come on out, baby. All right. We'll see you next Wednesday. Good night. Good night.